Identified. Hello and welcome to the Baseball Talk Podcast Nancy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here is always my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, will you do the honors? God, I gotta dig I gotta dig down deep. It's it's late. I'm fucking tired, but welcome to the mailbag. Oh god. Hurt. It's from the diaphragm, right? Yeah. Usually. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's just it's it's late. It's late. I'm tired. Running on, let's see. It's eight o'clock now in the east. I'm running on hour sixteen of my day. Oh man. By the time by the time we get down, it'll be hour seventeen. <laughs> oh fuck me. Oh, At least well, you're spending this hour. It's gonna be a fun way to spend this hour. It fucking better be. No, oh, the mailbag's great. When has the mailbag ever led you astray? When it's 8 o'clock on a Thursday night and the only thing I want to do is go into bed. I mean, <laughs> you asked me to move this to 8 o'clock. No, I did. I did. Because the need to <laughs> eat was greater than the need to stay awake. And that was at That's... 7 o'clock. Now that we've gotten to 8 o'clock and the need to eat has been resolved, now it is, fuck, the need to be in bed is greater than anything else at this moment in time. <laughs> That's fair. But also, as we've well established, eight o'clock is like nothing for me because I am a night owl. You're yeah, the opposite. No, 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 no. This is why it's why I like the uh, the Jake recording sessions a lot because Jake and I are very much on the same page. Anything after after six o'clock is just not happening. It's just not <laughs> ever happening. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, all right. Well, we got a healthy. But to 15... be fair, to be okay. fair, what I will say, what I will say is, when you were on the East Coast, it was always five o'clock. That that I will say. Yeah. Well, or the you've morning. Never, you've never always been a center. <laughs> well, it's because I used to work at night. Yeah. When. Yes. Yeah. Which, as you know, reinforced my night owl tendencies. True. You know, you don't. Go home at, you know, four o'clock in the morning. You get home at four o'clock in the morning from the city for the better part of a year and a half with COVID in between that. Um, and that doesn't affect you. True. Even if it is only a couple times a week, it, it affects you. It affects your sleep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so like I was going to say. Uh, we have a 15 healthy question or a healthy 15 questions, healthy amount of questions. God, I, I know what I'm saying. I know I could speak English. It's a great, great language. Some would say, some would say that it is, (laughs) but anyway, um, all right. Some of these are questions and one of these is a surprise. That's not actually a question. Okay. All right. It's not like a. It's not like a bad surprise or anything. It's just a, you know, just a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with number. Let's go with number two. Number two. First is worth, no. second is the best. Third is the one with the hairy chest. Ah. Fourth is weird, fifth is smart. Sixth is the one that really parts. I've only heard the first three. I haven't heard the rest. I didn't know that there was like, it goes up to six. I forgot what six was. No. Seventh goes to heaven, eighth goes to hell, ninth is the one that goes to Taco Bell. <laughs> so silly. So silly. Well, but, you know, we didn't we only got up to three 
at Guggenheim Elementary. So yeah. shout out Guggenheim. Great, great school. Love Guggenheim. Yeah, Guggenheim, Port Washington. Shout out great. Port Washington. Shout, shout, shout out Port. Shout out shout Port. Out Port. Port. <laughs> shout out to all the folks in Port. Home of Kenny Albert. True. Very true. Very true. All right. And one, well, anyway. and one Mr. Caster. Mr. Yes. Steve Caster. Great guy. In- incredible guy. I love him. Shout out to the man. Hope he's well. <laughs> well, uh, number two is from Mr. Cameron. Where is Cameron from? Where I mean, or where? Listen, I would love to. I would love to say that he's from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. No, sorry, this wouldn't be uh, Cameron Indoor. Cameron Indoor would be would be at Duke, which would be right down the road. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Cameron is of course from the Shining City on the Hill. That is in fact Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Portland. We love Portland. It has been a long time since I've been able to greet Portland. I hope Portland is really, really, really well. Um, I hope they are surviving the Taylor Swift apocalypse. And um, yeah, well, Lamar Jackson couldn't get it done. Hopefully Brock Purdy can save us all. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really, really long offseason full of, uh, full of you know, darkness and, and terrible things. Speaking of which, um, normally don't like to get free advertisement here, um, but everybody knows. Everyone Spe- who at least, who speaking at least, of which. Who at least knows <laughs> me knows yes. that my favorite thing on television Ever. We're not talking films. We're talking television. Everyone knows my favorite thing on television is, Adam, do you know what this thing is? I don't know if we've talked about this. Maybe we have. Maybe we haven't. I'm not sure. I have a couple of guesses. Uh-huh. Because I didn't. So my first guess would have been the challenge. Would that have been a good guess? It would have been, a good, more... it would have been a good guess. But I'm talking. I'm the talking Bachelor? Critically, a critically acclaimed show. The Bachelor? No. No. Nope, not the Bachelor. I love the Bachelor though, and oof, wow. it's not. I mean, I wouldn't say it's critically acclaimed either. No, it is definitely not critically acclaimed. Trashy your television, but good for the soul. Your favorite thing on television that's yeah. critically acclaimed: True mm-hmm. Detective. You do know me. <laughs> now, what season? Well, everybody loves the first season. Well, because that's the correct answer. It's True yes. Detective season one. My favorite thing ever. I watched it all weekend. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Skip season two, skip season three, season four just came out. Night Countries with uh, with Jodie Foster. Oh, did so they bring far, back McConaughey for that? So McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are executive producers, but it's like it's like The Crown. Only every okay. season it changes. It's not like every three. Every year it changes. Gotcha. So, like, season one had uh, McConaughey and, and Woody Harrelson. Then season – I forget who was in season two, but then season three was Mahershala Ali. Right. And then now season four is uh, Jodie Foster. And so far, so good. All right. So Very far, cool. so good. A little silly, a little bit, but I can handle silly. I can handle I lo- silly. I like a little bit of levity in my TV shows. Yes, that's why I, I do too. I do. That's too. why I love The Sopranos so much. Yeah, yeah. I don't like ridiculous, but it's a very fine line for me between silly and ridiculous. And so far, we're still on silly. We're comfortably on silly. Like I, I can handle that. I can't handle ridiculous. Well, there's like a line between, you know, comic relief, and then being a comedy. Sure, sure. Yes. 
Yes. Because like the Sopranos, the Bear, Succession, they all have comic relief, but they're not comedies. So you you you've you've seen the Bear. I uh, yes. What do you think? It's a good show. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I I, I thought I thought it was a little overrated, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've only seen like the first like part of the first season. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've I seen a couple finished, episodes. I finished up the whole thing like like a week and a half ago. It was the last thing yeah. that I watched before True Detective season one, and the bear. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Overrated, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but all in all, very good. I have no complaints. Yeah. It's not it's not like True Detective season one, Westworld season one, um, Game of Thrones seasons four and five, and like all of Breaking Bad, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. Oh, and the Sopranos. How could I forget? Silly me. Of course. All right. Well, anyway, Cameron, you've been waiting so long for this question. Um, and honestly, I don't even whatever. This question, what would you be giving up to land Drake London in Dynasty, non-superflex, full PPR? So Cameron's been listening to the program, huh? Oh, Welcome to February. <laughs> Cameron, thank you for listening to the program, my man. Um, all right. So I sent out a feeler for Drake London in one of my leagues about two weeks ago. And this was before they landed Raheem Morris. And the number that I got, because I'm a rebuilding team, and I have picks 101, 105, and 106 in in the rookie draft. Oh, my God. Well, you, what do you even need to get Drake London for? You're going to have Marvin Harrison. Well, right. But I would love the option to have drake london because there's no such thing as enough as enough receivers like if i could have a receiving core of uh let me just think of the receivers that i have uh quentin johnston um jordan addison garrett wilson oh. and then marvin harrison like let me just, let me just actually pull up well three out of four team. three out of four is not bad i mean quentin johnston i don't know all, at this point all but... the same age but you know what with with hardball uh, oh did i say jordan addison i think i did yeah the rest of that is pretty good. I mean, and then Wandale, Wandale to um, Andre Oshivas, who I who I like. Oh, Jaden Reed, that was the other one. Jaden Reed. Oh, that's gonna be fourteenth round pick, baby. You're gonna make it hard on yourself for uh, lineup decisions. Is it well, a three receiver league? Three three receiver league, two flexes. So you got your three receivers basically. Yeah, and I have my two flexes too. Yeah, with with Reed and. Um, and Drake London, if I were to get him, but what would I give up for him? The price that I was quoted at was the 105. The number that I would be comfortable giving up is the 106. So it's just a matter of you know really coming down, getting to come down to the 106. Then maybe, maybe it requires throwing in an extra third. I really don't care. Um, and then you know, getting another, another player back in return, but. For me, the number is like 106, 107, I think would be would be the number that I'd be comfortable giving up for for Drake London. Anything less than that is gravy. Um, anything more than that, you start to get a little a little, a little dicey there. But you, you, the first number that you have to start with is two. 
start with a two. And if you get knocked back immediately, you get knocked back immediately. But, you know, it, and that two, by the way, the two has to be in the range of the 201, 202, 203. For so basically a late first. Potentially get that considered. The equivalent of a late first, more or less. Mid, mid to late first, yes. Yeah. Yep. Six is the one hundred six is the absolute most that I'm that I am comfortable with giving up for him. Because also, I mean, you think that the Falcons are going to draft a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. And like, I mean, it's hard to divorce the future prospects of Drake London from the past offensive ineptitude for me personally. Sure. But here, here's the problem though, with Drake, with Drake London. And it also depends on what kind of league, what kind of dynasty league you're in and how old it is. But I think we're at a point with Drake London, where if he does not come around in year three, we're having a huge discussion about Drake London and what his future prospects are. And, and you're going to give up a first round pick for that. Right. Right. And, and <laughs> you need to look at the resale value. Right. And you have to say, well, am I willing to take the risk on acquiring Drake London, knowing that if he tanks again in his third season, there's no way I'm recouping that any sort any sort of 106 equivalent of an asset back. So, you know, is that worth the gamble? That's up to you. But me personally, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, there's upside, but. Personally, for me, I just don't, I've never, I don't know. But here's the problem. Here's the problem, too, with Drake London and the rest of the Falcons, just in general. The second that the Falcons land their quarterback, his price is going up. Oh, it's so true. Because then people would know. It's certainty. Say, let's just assume and say that it's Justin Fields, right? They go out and they land Justin Fields. His price is going through the roof. Oh man, his price is going through the roof right now. It is a great time to buy him, but I think everybody at this point knows that. And well, it's honestly, gonna make, it's going to make that price a little bit more challenging to potentially negotiate. Which is why the step down, like the next guy that I would be potentially interested in buying, is like I said last week on last week's program, uh, Traylon Burks. That would that would be my next option. Yeah, well, that's even that's even riskier than Drake London. No, Honestly. I don't think I don't think it is because Traylon Burks is not going to cost you much. Traylon Burks is going to cost you a, a late second. Yeah, it's true, but I feel like risky in terms of like uh, busting chances of busting with Burks because I just that's another one. You just you <laughs> maybe you know with the new quarterback with Will Levis, I, he didn't really get too much work with Will Levis because he had that that horrible injury yeah. in the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, well, then, but also you have to look at it too and say, you know, what situation is the Traylon Burks manager at? You know, if it's a, if it's a contending team, they're looking to add Traylon Burks as just a bit of depth with the upside for potentially more. Then, great, that's that's all dandy. But if you're trading for Tra- for Traylon Burks, potentially be a starting receiver for you or a starting flex for you, then yeah, I I, I definitely would agree that it is uh, that you're skating on uh, on treacherous ice. Well, I guess if you want to buy into the hype of Brian Callahan. Yeah, yeah, which which to be fair, I do. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's a whole other receiver. But anyway, yeah, so there's your I hope we answered your question and a bunch of other questions, Cameron. 
I hope um, so. I hope so. We, yes. we we really dove in on that one. Yes. Uh, all right. Pick another number. Uh, let's go with number five. Number five is from Max. Max is from, I don't know, Luxembourg. Let's go with that. Luxembourg. Yeah. Luxembourg. I could I could hear the audience booing from here. <laughs> I don't know. I just named a random place. I feel like we haven't said a city in there. By the way, the capital of Luxembourg is in fact Luxembourg City. Luxembourg. Yeah, that makes sense. How many cities are in Luxembourg? Is it just the one? I believe there are more. I believe there are more. I mean, the only country that I know of that has one city is Vatican City. Yeah. Great place, the Vatican. Yeah. 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 It's nice. I don't have I don't have my Jesus piece on, but love the Lord. <laughs> just trying to not, get into heaven, Adam. Just I'm just trying to get into heaven. That's all I want. Listen, not for not for religious reasons. It's just a very nice place to go to. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful, and for all the the history nerds like yeah. myself, like myself. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, there's there's no better spot. I mean, other than maybe like I don't know, maybe like the Great Wall. The catacombs in, in in Paris, the Louvre in Paris, Normandy. You have some great some great historical spots. I mean, Europe just in general is just loaded loaded Stonehenge with, with history. Uh you know, it's interesting. Stonehenge is actually one of those spots where it's like if I don't ever make it there, I won't be too upset. Yeah, talk talk about things that are overrated. So very like Stonehenge might be a yeah, little overrated. Yeah, very very overrated. <laughs> Very, very overrated. But like Normandy, I I'm not going anywhere until I, I've got I've gotten to Normandy. Yeah. It's a it's cool. I think I have my Norman my Normandy sand somewhere. Oh I do. I definitely do. Hold on, you this is sand? This terrible broadcasting. Yeah, my dad went to went to Normandy and got me a little thing of sand. Can you see that? Terrible podcasting, but Adam can confirm or deny. Yes. That says D Day Normandy. June and- 1944 five yep 1944 yeah june 6 1944 so yeah i have my i have my uh my normandy sand so thanks mr b great guy shout out shout out shout out ed senior great guy i should have gotten salt from the dead sea when i was there that would have been cool yeah yeah anyway that's besides the point max asks Am I the only one who thinks taking Brees Hall next year as the RB2 is a recipe for disaster? Are people taking Brees Hall as the RB2? He's the consensus RB2 right now, yeah. Oh, fuck. No, I'll tell you why. Because even with Brees Hall and the Jets be well, even with the Jets being as bad as they were in, in 2023, and I want to get back to the Jets in just, just a second because I want to ask you your thoughts on a, on a certain something. Oh, um, I think I know what it is. Yeah, probably. Um, even with the Jets being in the state that they were in 2023, Brees Hall was was outstanding. I mean, we've gone and we've had seasons in the past where guys have had injury-riddled campaigns the year prior, come back, they struggled to, to adjust, namely Javante Williams, who struggled at times this year. J.K. Dobbins got hurt again. Uh, Cam Akers just hasn't never been the same guy, then got hurt again. Um, but Brees Hall, there was nothing, nothing that 
Brees Hall didn't do this year that he wasn't doing last year prior to prior to his injury. And he's going to be a first round pick, whether or not he is going to be the consensus RB two come drafts. I'm not exactly sure because right now I have B. John Robinson ahead of Brees Hall, but Brees Hall is my RB three. But I don't think taking Brees Hall is a recipe for disaster. Maybe just maybe maybe with the obvious speculation surrounding the running back position, you know, after after this year, people will say that it's a recipe for disaster. But I mean, Brees Hall. I mean, the guy the guy is just on. He's unbelievable, isn't he? And I, it, he's he's a star. He he is a star, and you take him as you take him as your RB two, RB three, and 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 you love what you could potentially get out of him next year with hopefully a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Now, Adam, your your thoughts on yes. the uh, the Diane Rossini uh, hit piece on the on on the New York Jets? That's really what it was. It, it, it was a hit piece. There's, there's no other on way, his birthday. No look like yeah, on his birthday. Mm-hmm. And the Jets didn't even wish him happy birthday. And that's been you know making the rounds. I'm sure Jake has told you. People no, I, like, did, I did not know that. So the Jets didn't wish Robert Sala a happy birthday, and Jets fans are thinking that because of that, he's getting fired. See, I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't think so. And I've heard. I've heard nothing to suggest that Sala is going to is going to get fired. But hey, with Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel still out there, who the hell knows? You know, I probably I would fire Rob Sala to hire Mike Vrabel. Sure. Sure, I probably would too. I probably would too. But do I think do I think it's going to going to happen? Probably not. But I've also said you know many times in the past, I can never say never. I've learned in this line of work that you can never say never to anything. But the odds of Salah being fired, I would put it at ten percent. Yeah, it's it's a little weird because if I mean maybe they were just waiting for. Uh, okay, so the article. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of this stuff I kind of get where, you know, Woody Johnson being terminally online and Robert Sala trying to, like, justify the fact that the team sucked. And frankly, also, the Jets went 7-10 and 10 with the motley crew of Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, and wow. Trevor Simeon. Hold on. We have, some, we have some breaking news. I'm sorry to cut you off, but Did it, pretty yeah. big. Pretty big, okay. not football related, baseball related. Oh, the Baltimore Orioles have landed their ace. Their ace. Yep. Ooh. Corbin Burns. Oh fuck. Corbin Burns is going to the Orioles. Wow. Hey, good for the fucking Orioles, man. They're 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 fun. You could root for them, even though they're the division rivals of the Yankees. You could root for them. You really and it just got new ownership too. Yeah, yeah, and they they got a bright future ahead of them, man. After after years of just being absolutely pitiful, they they have such a bright future ahead of them, and 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 good for them. Honestly, good for them. I know, good for them. I wonder what the uh, well. I guess we'll find out as we go into. Yeah, the, the report that I saw was prospects. That I didn't see anybody uh, specifically named. Oh man. Uh... Did you know about another piece of slightly breaking news? Mm-hmm. The Raiders have hired their new offensive coordinator. Yes, I did see that. Mr. Kingsbury is back. He's back. He's back. And let's queue up the uh, Caleb Williams to the Las Vegas Raiders uh, conversation. Oh, boy. We can get that going. Oh, boy. 
yeah, we don't we that would be that would be something. Oh, that would be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so the uh the article. I don't know. It's just like I know that the Jets are dysfunctional. It's just weird that it's I didn't think it was this bad. <laughs> also. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they got so many sources is also pretty bad because usually like when Joe Douglas started as GM, the jets were famously not a leaky ship at all. Like mm-hmm. they, they never leaked anything. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of pretty, cra- it's a little crazy. Well, that this I, is out. Go ahead. I mean, I, I was going to say that I just have, I talked to a few people around the league about the whole jet situation. And and one of them said to me and basically quoted exactly what you said that, you know, once upon a time, there was nothing that came out of the, the jets building that everything stayed pretty much in house. But like with any other team, especially when things are not necessarily kosher and they're not going well, things do have a tendency to, to, to leak out more and more and more and that i guess that that dome of you know privacy and isolation that you have from any and all gossip that kind of goes away and it also to be fair it also kind of goes away when you have aaron Rodgers in the building because aaron Rodgers just brings a whole media circus in and of itself and then you put aaron Rodgers media circus plus new york media circus you, hey, you said it full-blown cluster clusterfuck yeah oh i was thinking it but you said it yeah i mean I'll, listen listen i'll happily say it I will happily say it. I yeah, get the good with the bad. I don't even see yeah. the Jets just have the bad of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reasons that I hate Aaron Rodgers. For right now. For, and not for, the reasons right that I like Aaron Rodgers. Well, this is the New York Jets after all, Adam. You know what we say? What they're can cursed. go wrong will go wrong. Yes, they're cursed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Although, I mean, I guess they said that about, you know, the Rangers. And they, they're they fine. I don't know. The curse, of, the curse of MSG is striking again. The Knicks trade for OG Ananobi. Looks like the second best team in the East right now. And the Rangers have just kind of capitulated. Yeah. The uh, NHL and NBA saw what happened in 1994, like, never again with this bullshit. Correct. Correct. We are... The mayor... Eric Adams is like, listen, do you understand the logistics of planning two parades at the same time for two different teams? It's yeah. not happening. I can tell you right now, though, that that if the Knicks go anywhere near an NBA Finals, the city of New York might burn down, let, let alone if they win an NBA Finals. If they win an NBA Finals, no. there, will be, oh. there, will, there will be no city to come back to. I can't wait for all <laughs> of the... Oh, I'm not really a Knicks fan. I just kind of watch basketball, you know, all that crowd. I can't wait for them to come out of the closet and be like, "Oh, I, I'm 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 a Knicks fan." It happens to everybody. Miami, they're all going yeah, to they're all going to do it. But this is New York. These are the, these are the Knicks. Like, unless you're 12, you're supposed to be a Knicks fan. Ain't yeah. 12 and Jake. <laughs> well, fair. 12 and Jake. 12 and Jake. You're supposed to be a Knicks fan. 
I have suffered with this franchise. I love this franchise with my whole heart. And it just it just feels like we're right there. It really, really does. I know. It feels like we're right fucking there. You know, with with Milwaukee being a little bit eh, since Dame Lillard got there, not necessarily in sync. Now Philly losing Joel Embiid. Oh my fucking god, Adam, if we can get the two seed. If I know. we can get the two seed in the East. Like the opportunities are endless. Just don't yeah. match up with Miami, please. Just don't stay away from Miami. Please yeah, God. Those, those I hate those guys. No, fuck Pat Riley, dickhead. I know. Fuck him. Fuck him. And Bam Adebayo. Well, that, that's that's Mitchell Robinson's problem. But look what happens. Mitchell Robinson <laughs> isn't on the floor, and the Knicks are winning. What a shock! Yeah, that's a bit weird. No, Isaiah Hartenstein is just better than Mitchell Robinson. I've been saying this all along. I guess so. I've been saying this all along. Hartenstein is better than, than Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if, if he's going to come back for the playoffs. Uh, yeah, if you believe it, Woj uh, is reporting that he might be ready for the end of the regular season. And if that's and if that's the case and we have him for the playoffs, another big. Awesome. Yeah. All right. We've only after, done two after, we, after we sign, release, sign, release Taj Gibson another four times. Yes. Good for Taj Gibson. He just keep making money for the New York Knicks and Tom it up. Yep. He is he is the uh oh god. I can't think of a what's a soccer a good soccer equivalent of this. Uh it's like every manager like has their guys. That they bring everywhere. Sure. Oh, sure. Sure. Kind of like, oh, oh, I have one. I have one right away. Yeah. Um, it's like Thomas Tuchel with uh, Kai Havertz. <laughs> That's a great one. Brought him to Chelsea and he leaves Chelsea. Kai Havertz wants to leave Chelsea and wants to bring him to Bayern, but didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen because only one club was stupid enough to pay $65 million for him. Six million down the drain. Guy Havertz scores again. Zamina, mina, eh, eh, waka, waka, eh, eh. Great guy. Love him. Great. Love him. <laughs> Amazing guy. Emil Smith, bro, Class. Oh, 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 here we go. Whoa. Saka and Emil Smith, bro. We've only done two questions out of 15. I Please know. Please pick a number. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, the, the 10. Number 10. Sergio Aguero is from Barry. Mm. Where's Barry from? Uh, Barry is from, uh, he's from Eindhoven, Netherlands. Oh, big uh, PSV guy, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, the home of Ronaldo, the good one. No, 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 no. You mean goat. <laughs> you mean the fucking goat. Cristiano. No, no, no. Cristiano, well, I, I, yeah, I know R nine. Yes, I'm well, I'm yes. well aware. Got to start at PSV, but you said the good, the good one. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. That, that's silly. That's silly. That's silly. You know, you know some silly. You know, you know about that, Adam. You know about that, Adam. Silly. If he hadn't gotten injured, he would have been the best. Uh, hands down, hands down. That, that I agree. With. All right, hell, well, Barry. Hell, Mar- uh, Messi isn't even, isn't even the best Argentinian of all time. Let's uh, let's 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 calm that down. Calma, calma, calma. Okay, that's a bit. That's a bit. Barry. Calma, let's calma, get to this calma. 
let's get to this question. Yeah. What what advice would you give me for a guy that's looking to get rid of some leagues next year? Just what's your ideal? It. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your I ideal number to cut down to? I'm in nine. I mean, you're in nine and you're not an expert. Wow. Good for you. Um, I mean, it just depends on what you can handle, honestly. I mean, there's no there's no real right or wrong. Um if you're in nine, I could probably probably cut down cut down to six. I mean, what I what I did, and I've talked about this throughout the offseason, Barry, was I'm strictly now keeper, dynasty, super flex. That's it. So it, you know, if if that's if that's something that you uh that you that you drive with, then and you know, and that's like a formula that you want to follow, then then do that. Then do that. Yeah, I mean to sound corporate for a second, you have to really look at your bandwidth for, you know, uh because really you could say, Oh, I'm in nine leagues and I check them and I care about all of them equally, but you can't. There aren't enough hours in the day yeah. to do that. And plus, I mean, I'm sure if all those leagues are for money, and that's expensive. That gets expensive too. Well, that's also a big part of it. Yeah, and that's a part that I also I left out was you know what kind of financial commitment are you are you willing to 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 put in? And and I know for some people you know money the money for it isn't really a a, a big deal. But I mean, hey, you're in nine leagues. You know, say you say you commit. I don't know. I don't want to assume anybody's financial situation, but. You know, let's just let's just say you're you're putting in two hundred bucks a league for eighteen for eighteen hundred. You cut down some of those leagues. Guess what? You're sa- you're saving you're saving money to put into more leagues if more leagues up their prices, or you take some of that money and you put it into um into into gambling. Which at the end at the end or of the day, or you just save it. Yeah, or or you just do the or you do just... the most rational thing imaginable and, and actually save your fucking money. Yeah, or just save it or use it to buy groceries or something. Yeah. Yeah. Be an adult. <laughs> be an adult. Exactly. It's weird that you're like, oh, yeah, you could, you know, save your money and not buy and take the money that you saved and use it to gamble in a different way than well, what you were yeah, gambling I'm, I'm before. I'm just talking about connecting the dots with using it as a uh, as a football expense. Okay. But yes, obviously, obviously, you know, say that save that money and actually, you know, live your live your life, you know, take your your partner, spouse significant other out for a nice dinner save that money you, know, you, you can do something you can do something like that listen listen valentine's day is coming valentine's day is fucking coming and let me let me tell you i, I i've i've gotten a friendly reminder of how expensive valentine's day is oh good god it's fucking <laughs> brutal yeah it's uh i i get it sort of i it's mean fucking brutal but but at the end of the day you get to see your significant other smile, and that's all that matters. That's true. That's Cupid true. shot me with the bow and arrow. Oh, how adorable! <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you uh, got the answers and advice you were looking for, Barry. Uh, me too, Barry. And if and if if you uh, want some more specific advice, you can always hit me up on the Twitter, Eddie Big Bird. Yep. Twitter X, whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, whatever. Hand wave. I still I, I still say Twitter. I I think everybody says still says Twitter. Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Num number thirteen. Ah, the number of known cheater Alex Rodriguez. 
He is for uh, Hall this of Famer. Question. Hall of Famer, greatest Yankee that's ever lived. That's a bit much. You're smoking crack. He did steroids. We all know this. Oh, I'm not saying that that he did not, but he's the greatest Yankee of all time. It's like Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player to have ever ever lived. He also did steroids, but that's not that does not take away from the fact that Barry Bonds, pre and post steroids, was the best baseball player to have ever lived. Well, but it does though. It most certainly does not. But it does because it he cheated. Most certainly does not. We will agree to disagree. Okay. That man should be in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. A Rod should be in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of on the Hall of Fame. McGuire should be in the Hall of Fame. I could just keep going. Well, then give have a separate wing for sure. Sure. For no problem. These guys. These guys cheated. Yes. Yeah. Put a steroid wing in there. I don't care. Yeah. But they I shouldn't... don't care. But they should be in there. And if they don't want to be in there under the steroid under the steroid wing, then that's their own problem. Yeah. Well, then but don't. They deserve to at least be given the option to either be given their flowers. Anyway, so Ricky, Ricky is from. Where's Ricky from? I don't know. He's from. Um, hmm. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Nice. We were nice. talking about Yankees, so sure. Derek Jeter, great guy. Yes. Uh, grade the trade. Dynasty. Ooh. Full okay. PPR. Get Christian Kirk and 207. Give DeAndre Hopkins and 309. Depends what kind of team you are, but I'm going to assume that you're a contending team. I like it. I like it a lot. I can't really gauge whether... Because I feel like... Why'd you give if you're a contending team and you're trading for I mean, I don't know. Do you really I don't think I would ra- I Kirk... personally would rather have Kirk than Hopkins in Dynasty. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm like, I feel like Kirk is better than Hopkins. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get I don't get the trade. Well maybe opinion. maybe this person is gambling on Hopkins, you know, going to like the Chiefs or something like that and hunting for a Super Bowl. Maybe. Then sure. It could be it could be a gamble. It definitely is. But yeah, Ricky, you did well. You did well. A minus. Well done. Yeah. I think you I think you did well. Okay, yeah. I don't get the trade from the person who's giving who's giving up Christian Kirk, is what I meant to say. Just to make that clear. Because yes. why the hell would you do that? And a second round pick. This feels like fleece material. Uh yeah, yeah, it could be. Well, and I I'll put it to you. Uh, maybe this person also think you know Calvin Ridley is going back to Jacksonville or something or something like that, which is all is definitely possible. It's definitely possible. But uh, uh, yeah, I like this trade for you, Ricky, a lot. Yep. All right. Pick another number. Uh, let's go with uh, fifteen. Number fifteen. Number fifteen is from Peter. Yeah. Where? Where is Peter from? Uh, Peter's from South Salem, New York. Oh. You couldn't you couldn't have picked either of the St. Petersburgs in this Absolutely on not. this earth? Absolutely okay. not, not a chance. All right. Uh Peter asks, one bold early fantasy pro or fantasy prediction for next year. Fuck. On I don't know. I mean, I... Um <laughs> I'll say I'll say Brock Bowers finishes as a tight end one. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Don't ask me where he goes, but sure. You want you want one early prediction? There it is. Bowers finishes inside at one. Okay. I don't even know. I haven't even thought about it. I have um, to. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me just get a, get a sip of water before I start coughing into the microphone again like a terrible podcaster. Yes. Uh, while I still think about this bold prediction that... Garrett Wilson is a top three receiver. You're welcome. Hey, I wouldn't mind that one. I have I have yeah. in the dynasty league. Uh, I would love it. Yeah, I could have done the uh, the bird cowboy special and say that Aaron Rodgers, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson Wall finishes the as the number one ranked player in their respective positions. Hey, we're going all in next year because a lot's going to change now. We're going all in. Yes. Well, I'm interested right. to see how that defense goes. Without yeah, me there. too. Me too. Don't bring back Mike Nolan. What about, I've heard that uh, Rob Ryan's available. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd rather Rod Marinelli, honestly. Good dude, Rod Marinelli. Lo- love him. Absolutely <laughs> love the man. Oh, man. I remember those Rob Ryan defenses. It was, <laughs> they, they were, were so fucking pitiful. They were so bad. Oh, God. They were so bad. Anyway. Pick a number. Uh, let's go with uh, 14. Number 14 is from Damien. Where are uh, Damien? Damien is from... Um, He's just from New York City. New York. So boring. Borough of Manhattan. So boring. What? I said Kalamazoo, Michigan last time. New York City. <laughs> Requires some geographical creativity. I could have said Gotham City. Yeah, but who from Gotham City is named Damien? Damien Wayne, Batman's son. Oh, that went, whoo. Oh, there's some people that are really mad at me. You could have, and that would have been very creative. You didn't know that? Did nobody? No, uh, I it's did. A, it's oh, like... no, I did. Okay. I did. That just went yeah. right over my head. Can we use fictional cities on the mailbag? Of course we can. I say Sesame Street all the time. Oh. Well, that changes things. Yeah, whenever we have our, our boy Oscar. Hopefully Oscar's listening. Hopefully he's well. Sesame Street. The garbage can of Sesame Street. Great guy. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Great guy. All right. Well, that changes things. I'm going to I'm going to be more creative from here on out. Even though we even though we like to keep it to real real places, but if they're layups, they're layups. Nah, fuck that. All, all cities after this are not going to be are all, are all going to be fake cities. Nope, nope, nope. You cannot you cannot mess with the sanctity of the mailbag. No, 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 no. That does not fly. That does not fly. This is a sacred program. All right, all right, all right. You don't see the Pope getting up there when he's reading the gospel, and he's going to be like, you know, I'm going to change something today. I'm going to change how we how we read and and analyze the scripture. Let alone that scripture being the holy fucking gospel. That's definitely some sin that I just committed, but that's okay. Heavenly Father, please get me into heaven. Thank you. Anyway, uh, this is a very targeted question to you. Me? Uh, Damien asks, when when will your official ranks be up on Fantasy Pros, Bird? Oh, not for a while. 
Not for a while. They they are they are hidden for now. They are. I'm probably going to wait to officially release them for uh, general consumption until after free agency and probably the draft is yeah. when I think I will I will release them. So not not for a while. Not for a while. I also just need a break, and I'm not really looking to you know dive deep into into rankings uh, too heavily when it's only fucking February, and now I'm going on vacation in two weeks, so it's just kind of like, well, I just can't be fucking asked, honestly. Fair point. And I need a break. I need yes. a break, and, and hell, hey, we've seen it with this show. We're only doing once a week now, which is which is to be fair, kind of nice. But yeah, I think I think it is. When B when BTP comes back, it'll it'll be it'll be two a week, just one BTP and and one uh, fantasy show. But for right now, it's 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 February. Like who cares? It's chill. It's like not even the Super Bowl yet. Exactly. It's chill. It's chill. Yes. All right. Pick another number. Uh, let's go with number eight. Number eight. Is from His Highness. Ah, the king! Long live the king! Do you see the church bells? Do you see the carriages? Do you hear God save the king? <laughs> hear ye, hear ye! Where is King Charles nowadays? Oh my goodness gracious. King Charles has really been kicking in, in back in London. He got through his world tour. Going to the Kremlin, going to Portland, going to Beverly Hills, California. We love the stars. Going to Palo Alto, uh, the red light district. All the way back in September, he was in the red light district over in Amsterdam. Um, but now King Charles is actually going to be going on another another trip. Another trip. He's going to be going to a place that we really don't give a lot of creds to on this mailbag. And it's a, a big misstep that we that we really do because we go all over. We go to the Americas, we go Europe, we go Asia. We don't really step foot into Africa all that much, so we're about to today. Uh, King Charles is actually going to see the Great Pyramids in Cairo, Egypt. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, he's, That's true. He's, I'm telling you, he's a world traveler. We we really don't talk about any African countries on the we show. We really don't. We re- we really don't, and that that is that is going to change. We have a whole continent that really that really is uncovered on uh, on on the mailbag, so we need to rip that yes. cover off. Well, uh, King Charles doesn't have a question. He just said, "Just wanted to drop by and say thank you for a great season. Long live the king." This guy, I know. Jesus, this guy's gonna make me fucking cry. I know. What a fucking guy. I, I, seriously, I, I I love this man. I, I love that he's leaned into the joke. Love this man. That's my favorite part about this is that he's leaned into the joke. It's amazing. It, honestly, honestly, this guy is just un. He's unbelievable. He is yep. unbelievable. Charles King Charles, do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. In, in, in all seriousness, thank you. Number one. Uh, number two, please send me your information because we're gonna get you on a podcast. That that, that is happening. <laughs> That yeah. is absolutely one thousand percent happening. It may not I, be during the off season. It could be during the fucking season. I I I don't care. I don't care. Hell, it could be for a mailbag. I I I I don't care. I'd almost rather it be for a mailbag. Honestly, it just, probably it should a be for a mailbag. It honestly probably should be for a mailbag. This guy, bless him, bless his heart. He's a mensch. 
that King he Charles. He really is. He really he is he is an A plus bench. Yep. All right. Pick another number. Uh let's go with number one. Number one is from another person with a royal name, James. Mm. Uh James is oh. James is from Buckinghamshire, England. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were gonna go I thought you were gonna go maybe St. James, New York, but fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. Yeah. Well, That's fair. Or yeah. Jamestown. Uh yeah, Jamestown. Sure. Sure. St. James was the obvious lab. Buckinghamshire, yeah. listen. Buckinghamshire is a fine place. Yeah. Uh where do you see Derrick Henry landing in free agency? And where would he go in drafts next year? Based on where he lands, I assume? Yes. I assume also. Um, I th- Pittsburgh. <laughs> Guess who they Najee, just hired? With, with Najee and Warren? Yeah, but their offensive coordinator is Arthur Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't draft any Steelers next year. Let's play that game. <laughs> um, I'll say I'll say Baltimore. It's it's like an easy, lame, boring answer, but I'll say Baltimore. Well, sometimes the easy answers are the answers that make the most sense. Man, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Where would he go if he's if he's in Baltimore? Probably going like the two three turn. Yeah. Well, that would in be ba- interesting. In Baltimore, probably it's probably the minimum. Yeah, but like his usage is not going to be the same. No, it won't be it won't be the same, but his efficiency will definitely go through the roof. Yeah. Say I mean say he has 50, 50 less touches overall, but he's still churning in double touchdowns in that offense where I mean that offense is scoring 40 touchdowns, you know, a season. Yeah. Yeah, that's um we'll take that. I don't know. What we'll, about we'll, Dallas? We'll take that. Uh, yeah, the Dallas one, the Dallas one I've heard about, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I don't believe in the Cowboys being big players in free agency until I see it for myself. And I'm just not going to talk myself into that at the moment. Or Chicago. Yeah, Chicago could be a good one if, if they if they get you know, if they trade fields and take Caleb Williams and they want, you know, a big time running back there. Yeah. But I think Derek Henry's going to want to compete for a Super Bowl. Though. Yeah. So, you know, pick any Super Bowl contender that needs a running back. And, and I think that's probably a, a fair spot to link Derek Henry and, the, you know, the ones that are uh, fairly obvious. I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles got it on that. Yeah. Oh, the, Eagles, the, the Eagles one makes some sort of sense, too. Running back musical chairs is going to be very fun this offseason. It definitely is going to be. It definitely is going to be. I mean, all these names. Eckler, Barkley, Derrick Henry. It's going to be wild. Yeah, definitely is. All right. Pick another number. Uh, Let's go with number four. Number four is from Wesley. Where's Wesley from? Uh, Wesley is from, um, let's go with, he's from Moscow, Russia, the Kremlin, our good friends at the Kremlin. 
Oh, you are hello. good friends of the Kremlin. Hello, beautiful people. We love the Kremlin here on this program. Hopefully they are enjoying the deep winter. I'm not. This sucks. Get me golf. Get me pickleball outside now. Thank you very much. Shout out to the Kremlin. Love the Kremlin. Yes. All right. Um, This is going to be a fun question for you. Uh, Who would you rather have or what would you rather have? Josh Allen or the 101 in Superflex Dynasty? It depends what your team is. Depends what your team is. If you're if you're contending, the answer is Josh Allen. But if you're if you're rebuilding, the answer is Caleb Williams. Yeah. Or or Jaden Daniels, whichever whichever you prefer. For me, it's Caleb Williams. But I know there's some people out there that are really jiving with the whole Jaden Daniels uh, situation right now. So that could be a situation. That would be a little weird. No, that I don't feels think, like I don't, overthinking. I don't, no, I don't think so because if you look at the I look at the fantasy ceiling of Jaden Daniels, it's right there with Caleb Williams just because of well, one runs, the other one runs a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. So that's what brings Jaden Daniels into the into the one on one conversation for uh for Superflex. But if now if it's the if this were not in Superflex, the answer would be Josh Allen. Yeah. It, it, either way, either way, rebuild or um, contending. The answer is Josh Allen. Yeah, I think that's uh, that pretty much covers it. I couldn't really say it any better myself. All right, next question. Uh, let's go with number three. Number three is from Alexander. Alexander's from Alexandria. Duh. Um. Who is your Alexandria, Virginia, in case anybody needs that clarification? Okay. There's Alexandria. There's Alexandria in Virginia? Yes, there is. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I was just gonna I just said Alexandria as as the city. Alexandria, Virginia. All right. Uh so who is your NFL draft crush? And who and where is the best landing spot for him? God damn, God damn, man. People are asking about the freaking draft in February. Yeah, um, well. My draft crush? Yeah. Um, I have a lot. I have a lot of guys that, that I really, really, really like. Malik Neighbors, I love. I'll say Braylon Allen, the running back from Wisconsin. I'll say I'll say Braylon Allen, and the best landing spot for him would be Dallas. Second, um, second round, second round pick. My draft crush. I don't know. It's got to be one of the Washington guys. It's either Penix because he's left-handed, and <laughs> uh, you know, got to represent lefties. Represent, and also I feel like he, he's uh, he's could be pretty good in the NFL. And then Rome Odu- Rome Odunze. That's good. Yeah. I got to used to saying that. Odunze, yeah, yeah. He's. He, I feel like he's going to be special in this yeah. league. He's the most polarizing prospect that I've seen so far. It's been Odunze and Troy Franklin from Oregon. Those the those are the two that everybody. It's either you love him or you hate him. And I'm on both sides. I'm on both sides of the fence with with both those prospects. I'm not a Troy Franklin guy. I am a Rome Odunze guy. Yeah. So and then best landing spots for each. 
Um, hmm. For Penix, I'd probably say the best landing spot for him. See, the, th- the thing with Penix is that you probably don't want to sit him because he's already older and in, or he has like an injury history. So you probably want to draft him to like a quarterback needy team. Atlanta. Um, yeah, I'd, probably Atlanta is probably the best uh, spot for him. And then Odunze is like, take your pick about teams that would be the best uh, fit for him. You know, anybody would love to have uh, a wide receiver like that. All right. But, but he's to... definitely the thing. The thing with Odunze, the last thing before we uh, keep going, yeah. is he definitely is the clear, for me, he's the clear wide receiver three in this class. Um, it's a huge, it's a, it's a huge gap between Odunze and the top two with neighbors and, and Harrison. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. All right. Uh, last five questions. Uh, let's go with number nine. Number nine is from Gerald. Where's Gerald from? Uh, Gerald is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, go Tigers. Who does? That's, that's also where, uh, that's also where, well, technically it's set in the bayou, but it's in Louisiana. That's where True Detective season one is. So, oh, yes. We love True Detective. Great program. Great program. Uh, Gerald asks, have any of you ever experienced leagues where the commissioner has refused to pay out the winners? Going through this right now and do not know what to do. Oof. Oof. That's brutal. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. I have not. I have not just because I I pay out. I pay out. I don't want the responsibility on my life, but I also know that I'm just that much of a control freak where I have to be responsible for the money because otherwise I'm just not a, I'm not a functioning human being. So I have not experienced this. Um, What I will say, if he has not paid, then you can't hold your breath. And I know it's, uh, that's uh, unfortunate to kind of say, but if he has not paid, then you cannot, anticipate that he's going to and that's just a league that you have to leave it sucks that reminds me of that of that story remember a couple like a month or so ago i sent you that huge reddit story about that fantasy league where the guy like Mm -hmm. he basically made up a team or he got like his or he was running two teams at once essentially and then he kept all and then he like spent all the money all the prize money when everybody wanted their money back after finding out that he was controlling two teams at once. At yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Reddit's a fun time for fantasy football stuff, but I feel like that's like the hardest part. If I was ever a commissioner for a money league, um, I feel like the hardest part is dealing with the money and making sure the money is in a safe spot, and you know, being that sort of responsibility. It yeah, that's the biggest responsibility I feel like of being a commissioner. Besides, you know, obviously the everyday runnings of the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, me personally, my thing is if the league if the league ends, league ends on a Monday night, I'm paying out everybody by the end of the week. That's normally how I am. The latest by Friday. 
and yeah. and then I'm done. And then I'm done. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. Because also, like, why even? You don't want the hassle of of that. And also, I know that like some leagues are weird with collecting dues or collecting buy-ins. They like wait till like the playoffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get that. I feel like that's you should silly. Be, that's that's silly. silly. You should pay before the draft. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get requests from you in like April or May or something for your no. I always fees. I always do it in in like mid August. Oh, mid August. Mid August. Usually it's that's early. Yeah, because I don't want to go. I don't want to go into a draft knowing that the entire league is not paid. I want to go into a draft knowing that it also depends on who it is. Like if it's people that you see all the time and you know that they won't be able to avoid you, that's one thing. Like with my brother. If it was if it was my me brother, my brother me. doesn't pay doesn't pay me until December. But it's my brother. You know, I see him all the time. So it's not it's not a huge deal. But like say it was it was you, right? You know, you're you're in fucking Utah. I can't come hunt you down. I mean, yeah, but I, we can. Record, I can, we but it would, it would be, it would be, it would be a fucking hassle. But yeah, I see, I see you every week. Yeah, so it's different, and right. plus, I don't, I don't want to even. I usually just do it the second that you say it because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to even want because I know that I'm gonna forget. Yeah, and most most of the players that I pl- that I play with, both public and industry, are all very good with it. All very, very, very good with it. So, I know I I have not had this issue. Thank God. It's, Plus, with the internet, it's never been easier. And Venmo, it's never been easier oh, to pay your lead that's, that's dues. That's what I do. That's what I do. I yeah. load up, I load up my Venmo, and that's it. And it just it sits there. I'll check it once a week, make sure that you know no no funky shit is going on. And then at the end, bang, pay everybody out, done. Yep. You got a paper trail and everything. It's great. Exactly. Exactly. You have, you have a paper trail and everything. Yep. Exactly right. Alrighty. Um. Last four questions. What do you got? Uh, let's go with number seven. Number seven. The other Ronaldo. Uh, Caleb. Suey. Caleb, just because I mentioned it, Caleb is from Lisbon, Portugal. Nice. Suey. Caleb asks, who would you rather have a dynasty? Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, or Trevor Lawrence? It's still Trevor Lawrence for me. Yeah, it's still it's, Trevor Lawrence. It's still T-Law, but it's not as concrete as it was. Well, it's really, for me, it's between Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy. And Jordan Love is like the most distant third you could possibly be. Very interesting. Because for, for me, it's between Trevor Lawrence and Jordan Love. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't I don't see the long-term upside with Purdy like I do with Love and like Lawrence. I think Purdy is your classic. You want to win in the next two, three years. That's your guy. But anything, anything more, anything more than that, especially when we're talking about next contract for Purdy, there's no guarantees there. Oh, that's going to be an interesting contract. It is going to be very fascinating to see how how that how that works out. But my my answer is still Trevor Lawrence, but it's Trevor Lawrence one, Jordan Love two, and uh, Brock Purdy three. Yeah, I have. It's Lawrence Purdy love. But all close. All close for me. Not as close between two and three, but still. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just 
I'm higher on Purdy. Than... Anybody, anybody who listened to me and bought and bought Jordan Love for nothing at the start of the year, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, the Packers just, you know, it's what they do. They're a factory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. And sooner rather than later, teams around this league are going to start following suit. Upset the oh, yes, apple cart a little bit, but you know what? At the end of the day, the Packers, they just keep on going. One quarterback. To the I thought you were going like to say. Like a production line. I thought you were going to say they're going to follow suit and just like, you know, if only it were so easy to just have a generational quarterback you know, take over for your previous generational quarterback. Well, when no, he gets not old. That, well, no, not like that. But draft, <laughs> draft a quarterback in the first round when you have a when you have a franchise guy that's in his lower to mid thirties, and let the younger guy sit for a couple of years. You upset, upset the apple cart. Tough shit. I mean, there there are people on Jets Twitter. They're literally telling the Jets wanting the Jets to do the exact this exact thing. Mm-hmm. And they should. They should at least explore it. Maybe not in the first round, but because there are more pressing needs, but maybe at some point. Sure, sure. Alrighty. Last three questions. Uh, Let's go with number 12. Number 12 is from Lucas. Where's Lucas from? Lucas is from, he's from Oslo, Norway. Alrighty. Uh, what big time free agent signing could move the needle in making a man fantasy asset a must have for next year? I mean, Saquon Barkley to the Texans would be would be one, and I would say I don't know if he's a meh asset necessarily, but Mike Evans if he goes to the Kansas City Chiefs and hunts for a Super Bowl ring, that would be another one. Is Saquon Barkley a meh fantasy asset? Uh, to some, to some. Because they view they don't view the Giants necessarily as you know a must have fantasy destination, and they look at Saquon Barkley and they say, oh the injuries, and maybe that's not something that I want to necessarily you know get too heavily involved in. But if he goes to he goes to the Texans, I think there'll be a lot more people willing to take that risk. Yeah, I I just want to even free agents. Who's even available? Oh, there are some good guys. I mean, I don't know. Kirk Cousins, if he doesn't go back to Minnesota. If he doesn't want to go back to Minnesota, sure. But there are a lot of uh, a lot of names here that could be very interesting. Calvin Ridley, I think, would be would be one as well. Some people would say that. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, six or eleven. Uh, let's go with number six. Number six is from Eugene. I'm gonna say it because nobody else has said it. Eugene is from Beverly Hills. Gonna say it for the last one because there was a there was a layup at him. We could have said Eugene, Oregon. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. But Beverly Hills, California, we do indeed love the stars. Adam, who is the star that is on your mind today? Well, I my YouTube algorithm is full of Sopranos clips nowadays. So the star that I'm thinking of is Tony Sirico. Great Rest guy. Rest in peace. 
great guy. Absolute, absolute love. Rest, rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Um, I'll follow. I'll follow your uh, your same line of thinking. Uh, we mentioned this great woman uh, a few weeks ago. Don't know what it was for. Couldn't really tell you. But I'm gonna bring her up now because she deserves to be mentioned on a beautiful program, beautiful segment like Beverly Hills, California. We indeed do love the stars, and that is one Lorraine Bracco. What a uh, woman! What a woman, Doctor Melfi. What a absolute specimen of a woman. We love her. Uh, it's weird when you say it like that. But specimen? Well, yes. Yeah, oh, oh yes, we've already established that Adam does not like specimen. Well, not like when you call people specimens. Oh, we're in specimen season. Oh, I hate oh, it. Oh, I it's love gross. it. Oh, I love specimen. It's such a great word, specimen. Yeah, but it just feels like it's dehumanizing. It feels what? like because if it's in the contact, the connotation of the word. It's like you're talking about them like they're a science project. Well, some would say Lorraine Bracco is like a science project. A science <laughs> project that turned out very, very, very well for us all. Yeah, from she, the turned, mo- she turned into Dr. Malfi. From the from the movie Weird Science, probably. That's, that's, that's demeaning. That's very demeaning. There's nothing weird about Lorraine Bracco. She's a perfect, perfect woman. No, don't they like... Never mind. It's been a while since I've, I've heard about Weird Science. We love it's a, it's a movie. She's beautiful. Amazing. She's great. All right. Well, uh, Eugene asks, what is the right offer to expect for Travis Kelsey in Dynasty right now? I think the most you're probably getting for Travis Kelsey is a low-end one, if not high-end two. Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. It's Dynasty. You're trading for – you're the person trading for Travis Kelsey is trading for a 34-year-old Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With with who knows how many good years left. So, yeah, I think the most you're getting out of him is is a, a, a low one if you're really really lucky. I think I think a high two is probably where we're at with with Kelsey. Yeah, I agree. All right, last one um, is from Stephen. Where is Stephen from? Uh, Steven is from, uh, let's go with, we're gonna go with the summer retreat, a beautiful place, Palo Alto, California. Shout out Palo Alto. Shout out Palo Alto. Uh, what will happen to the price of the Kansas City Chiefs with their Super Bowl run for next year? Go up or stay the same? I think it stays the same. I think it stays the same. Yeah. They just did this maybe last go, year. Maybe goes up marginally. Marginally. I mean, maybe but... for like Rashi Rice and Isaiah Pacheco. I think Rashi Rice. I think Rashi Rice and, and Pacheco's prices are, are about what where they're going to be. But I, I, the Mahomes and Kelsey thing. I, I just kind of think that they're going to be. Maybe Mahomes his ceiling now is like mid round three, and then Kelsey is like high end round four. No, it's fine. You you won't draft Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to throw fifty touchdowns. This, of course, this is just... oh oh, absolutely. And you know what? I'll play him opening night when he wins the Super Bowl, and he'll throw for four fifty and five, because of course he will. Yep, that's just the universe works in mysterious ways. Listen, no, no, it doesn't work in mysterious ways. I just learned my lesson. Guys that I have said disgusting, horrible, terrible things about, 
off the record are just going to end up coming back and boning <laughs> me. And boning me. Plain and simple. And everyone everyone knows I'm not a Patrick Mahomes fan. I'm not a Patrick Mahomes fanboy. Yeah, I'm just not. But yeah, yeah. I, I've, <laughs> I can't wait for it to happen. But no. Josh Allen, fucking go. Love Joshy Poop. All right. Well, yeah. No, I kind of agree. I mean, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes is just like, with the depth at other positions, including quarterback, you could wait for a yeah. quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hero QB all the way, unless you're in Superflex. Yep. Well, fun mailbag. Looking forward to it. And... Um, see you again in March. More. See you. See you again in March. I love. Well, no, not true. Mailbag. Not true. Because we'll we'll base and talk podcast man, uh, mailbag. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be even better. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll and we can really talk about stuff. Yeah, we'll do. We'll plan for the that mailbag to be at the end of February. So if you want to submit your questions now, start submitting your questions now, and and we'll get to that at the end of February. Yep. Maybe on leap day. Ooh, leap day. Maybe we do maybe we do a podcast specifically on leap day. I like it. Why not? It happens so, once uh, every four years. Exactly. Exactly. And who knows what we'll be in four years? Maybe maybe we'll still be here in four years. Maybe maybe the sun will fall and crater into Earth. You never know. Oh. You never know. Yeah, you never know, Adam. It could happen. I was born on a well, we were born on a leap year. We were in a leap year. We were. Yep. Shout out leap year. Shout out leap years. A great time. Great time. This will be our seventh leap year, Adam. So happy seven year anniversary of our first leap year. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we weren't born when in so the nineteen ninety six. It would be year. our sixth leap year. All right. So happy six happy yeah. sixth year anniversary. Because it was after February. Yeah. Twenty nine. Yeah. So happy six year anniversary your first happy year. happy six year anniversary this is thank you is this a, is this a hallmark holiday it might be it might be. <laughs> i might just start making cards i'm sure you could probably find one they have a, they have a template wishing like, you a very happy leap day i wouldn't even be shocked at this point oh I, nothing shocks me anymore nothing <laughs> shocks me anymore especially with, with commercial card giving come on now Oh, you have people that go wild if you don't get them cards. It's the craziest thing in the world. Like I under I understand yeah, I, don't I really... understand you getting cards and like the, the, the personal touch aspect to it, but it's a fucking card. Who cares? Yeah. Hold on. I need to get very close. I need to get very close. I haven't done this in a very long time, but I need all my gentlemen out there to listen to me. We need to have a personal discussion here. I need all of you to listen to me very, very, very closely. The thing about cards, you need to understand something. The cards, they don't necessarily apply for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, if you celebrate, Easter, Halloween. People get Thanksgiving cards? Halloween I'm cards? Sure people, I'm sure people get Thanksgiving Halloween cards, Adam. I'm sure they do. It's all part of the, commercial, cards are the commercial card business. But... I need all my gentlemen out there to listen to me very, 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 very closely. It's almost Valentine's Day. 
you must, and I repeat, <laughs> you must get your significant other a card. You must. It, Avoid. It, it, it is zero discussion. Avoid at your own zero. peril. At your own peril. If you don't get her a card, may almighty God have mercy on your soul in a night that is supposed to be filled with romance and 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 beautiful connections and 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 uh, fun memories made it's going to turn into a nightmare for you when you're sleeping on the couch because your dumb fucking ass didn't just didn't get a fucking card there's a great there's a great thing i want to alert everybody, everybody to and this is free advertising i don't fucking care but this is to help out all the boys out there cuz you know me, me you know me man of the people big time cursor um there's this little um a website out there that everyone gets their jewelry from it's called pandora um, if you go into Pandora, you pay one dollar, one extra dollar on top of the purchases that you've made for your significant other. And they give you a beautiful gift bag. They give you a beautiful card and they give you a beautiful envelope to put said card in. So I highly recommend that every gentleman out there and some and some ladies too, go out there, do the right thing. Get your sniff another card. You'll thank me later. Have a great night. Am I so single that when you said there's a website called Pandora out there, the first thing I thought of was Pandora, the music streaming website, and not Pandora, the jeweler? Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> it. Yeah. 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 Adam, there's this, be there's this beautiful tool out there. It's called Tinder. <laughs> swipe it, baby. Get swipe it. I'm more of a Bumble kind of guy, but. Sure. Sure. Hinge. Hinge is the new one, yeah. apparently. Yeah, it's just been out there. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really used it in a while. Oh, Adam, Adam, you gotta use Hinge. You, you can get your voice out there. The radio professional in you can show off those vocal cords, baby. Get someone just vocally aroused by those golden pipes. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can follow us. I'm getting Subscribe. everyone vocally aroused right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned in the next couple of weeks where we have the return of the Basement Talk Podcast and more episodes of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. For my co-host, Adam Caster, I'm Ed Bertzel. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. I don't condone this. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Goodbye. <laughs>